Hello, everybody, and welcome to Inside Physician Recruiting. My guests today are Paul Vernish and Ben Allen with Winnow Health. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it. Uh, great to be here. Yeah, love it. Thanks so much for having us. Awesome. So, you know, before we get started, why don't you guys just do a, a quick introduction, and then uh, I'll love to kind of get into how we connected and, and why I'm so excited to have you guys here today. Yeah, so I'm Paul Vernich. Um, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Winnow. Um, spent most of my career in healthcare and uh, been looking for an opportunity. I was with GE Healthcare for most of my career, seeing a lot of uh, opportunities for, let's say, change, uh, and uh, came across a venture studio. Um, for those that are not familiar with the venture studio concept, think venture capital, but even earlier stage. So these are venture studio firms that are really incubating different companies came across them early on, and they were an artificial intelligence company uh, specializing in the healthcare space. That really uh, was very attractive to me, given all the antiquation we tend to see in healthcare. And so uh, excited to partner with them to launch Winnow. My name is Ben Allen. I am, um, I've been a physician recruiter for probably about the past decade. Uh, ended up going through the same school as Paul and had a little bit of a connection with him that way, but uh, really felt throughout my career in healthcare that I just wanted to get on the technology side. I was always discussing with my colleagues uh, what kind of resources we could invent or come up with to make physician recruiting uh, more accessible or just easier or a simpler process or more successful. And uh, ended up coming across a winner through a mutual friend. Uh, we ended up connecting through uh, I think the vision of Winnow and, and what it came to be. And uh, I just had to jump on board. That's awesome. So outside of staffing, recruiting, the healthcare, I, I think the thing that maybe interests me most is technology and uh, obviously recently AI and you know how all that's going to impact really every part of our lives, but specifically the staffing. And, you know, I did a podcast not long ago and my guest on there was, you know, we were sort of kicking around thoughts and ideas around how we thought this could all play out and, you know, affect the major parties. And your company's name got brought into that. And, you know, as a part of that, obviously you did some research and then, you know, we've connected since. And I just think what you guys are doing is pretty incredible and wanted to really kind of spend the rest of the episode just diving into that. Um, you know, what is it that you guys do? Where did, you know, you see the need in the, the marketplace to, you know, create that? So if you would, just kind of give us like a 30,000 foot view of what does your company do and who are your clients? Yeah. And thank you for that podcast. We did listen to that and love the shout out. So much appreciated and happy to walk you through and everyone through uh, Winnow in more detail. I mean, high level, what Winnow is, is it's an artificial intelligence powered physician recruiting platform. And so we are helping automate so much of the science behind physician recruiting to really get to the right candidates at the right time and find the best way to engage with them. And so I'll explain all of that in more detail in a few minutes. But the reason we actually launched Winnow, I mean, you, you look, take a step back and look at the physician recruiting world really for the last several decades. Uh, I'm not, there's been plenty of innovation, but most of the innovation has been around the medium. The, the type of modality where physician recruiters are reaching out to clinicians. It's, it's gone from fax machines to pagers to the cell phones to emails to texts. 
And it's almost like it's doing a loop back. And now we're talking about uh, home mailers again. Um, it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny and, and, you know, a little bit sad. Um, but there's, you, you're constantly looking for change. And so being an outsider, uh, knowing healthcare and the challenges that everyone faces, I mean, I would meet with CEOs and CFOs on a daily basis. And every single one of them, one of their top three challenges was always physician recruiting. And so I always knew this was a massive issue and it only was getting worse. But I didn't join and launch Winnow for the, this idea of just taking another evolutionary step from the cell phone to the text to social media to artificial intelligence. I don't, for me, it's not about playing a number game better, even though we do that. For me, it was about getting out of this game. This numbers game only is being played because everyone is reactive. Everyone is so desperate to find clinicians today. Everyone's facing those same challenges. Everyone's competing against the same other organizations. And so what's happened is physicians have turned into numbers. And so it's a kind of ironic that I'm sitting here running an artificial intelligence company telling you that we actually want to bring the humanity back into these physicians, their profiles, their, their human beings that we want to understand so we can connect with. This is a relationship game. And so what we wanted to do was not play the same game like everyone else has been playing for the last 30 years. We want to play a completely different one. And artificial intelligence actually allows us to do that. Well, it's interesting, too, because the way the model has been to this point, he who has the most resources wins, right? Because like you said, when you're having to spread your efforts across so many platforms, calls, texting, emails, job boards, lists, automated email services, the more people you have to employ those things, the more effective you're going to be. And I think that's one of the reasons why you've seen the rise and the steady growth of, you know, staffing companies and a lot of hospitals struggling because they typically don't have the same resources in that staffing arm that a staffing company does. I mean, some companies are, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people completely dedicated to staffing. And on the other side of the table, you're oftentimes looking at a hospital with maybe two people that are doing everything that we just described and, and trying to compete with that. So if, if you take that, how does your technology help that hospital with the two people compete with some of the big organizations out there that you know we just described? Well, Ben, given he's been a physician recruiter, I'd love for him to kind of walk you through that because he's, he's seeing the old way and this new way we're, we've built. So Ben, take it away. Yeah, well, a few facets come to mind immediately. Uh, one of them is a, a lot of hospitals, because of their limited resources, because of the process that they go through, they have a longer time to hire. A lot of times, um, you know, going through contracting, there's so many different steps and, and credentialing and, and everything within the sourcing and the recruiting process, those physician recruiters are stretched so thin. A lot of them are really just focusing on this active candidate base that's applying to their positions without ever having being able to really attract top talent or be strategic about how they approach talent acquisition. And so what I love about Winnow is it really en enables them to think outside the box and to really expand their network and their resources. What we do um, so well is tap into the physicians uh, that are currently at their, uh, at their in their market or at their facilities 
and make uh, aware the connections that they have to other candidates. So the candidates that the AI has predicted are a great fit for their organization. We then pull up these, these relationships. And then all of a sudden what they can do is uh, get in touch with their physicians, their providers, and say, hey, you know one of the candidates that I'm looking to recruit. Can you make a referral for me or make an introduction? So what would be a cold call is now totally transformed into what would potentially the best case scenario, a referral, if not anything, a great name drop that can result in a, a trust and relationship that you wouldn't have otherwise. So we're really giving them an opportunity to extend their reach and extend their their strategy far beyond what you know the post and pray is, or or maybe just doing some email blasts here or there uh, to a far, a far wider audience, particularly one that's passive, which they're not tapping into with their current resources. And they're also identified particularly by the AI as great fits for their organization. So there's a, a higher likelihood of conversion. So all of a sudden, all these time savers start really building up through this process where, okay, you're finding candidates that nobody else is touching. And that's coming from the staffing world too, a little bit, we always had a, a great interest in passive candidates because they weren't being competed for so much. You know, if somebody's applying to your jobs, they're probably applying to three or four other jobs, right? And then all of a sudden you have a competition there that you otherwise sometimes can't compete with, uh, with some of these other facilities. And so being able to find the passive candidates and uh, identify them and find that they're a good fit for your organization and get in front of them gives you an opportunity to get talent that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get. And I think that's a, a huge time saver for the physician recruiters. These limited resource recruiters and facilities that don't have a lot of time being able to enable their physician base to really help them recruit and find higher conversion rates throughout all of this. Hey, you know, that, that time savings is huge because in addition to everything they're having to do on their perm recruiting, which is, if you would, their full-time yes. job, a lot of these recruiters are spending a huge portion of their time managing locum tenens, which, you know, that, that's what my company does. We basically help them to save time there and reduce the amount of locums they use with the idea being give them more time to focus on perm because 70% of locums usage is derived from the fact that there are perm needs that are not getting filled. Yes. And, you know, as you have more competition in the marketplace with a lot of these big box retailers, a lot of those jobs are never going to get filled again. You know, the more rural you get, the more subspecialty you get, chances are they're never going to get another provider in that community and they're going to have to use that ongoing locums. So when you look at the platform that you have, and you sort of compare it to somebody now, right? So if I'm an in-house recruiter now, I've got probably, you know, look, uh, let's just say five different job boards at least. <laughs> I probably have some sort of an email marketing system. I've got a, a texting platform. You know, I've got a couple of list companies that I, you know, interact with and I'm sort of operating and adding that to my ATS. I have different trade shows that I go to. Does your platform sort of fall on top of that? Does your platform look to replace some of that? How does, if that person says, hey, I, I want to work with you guys, how does their life look different when doing that? Yeah, good question, Jerry. I mean, when, when we envisioned this new world, and it's funny because you and Jerry spoke about this on that podcast you referenced, about this vision, this app, all these applications of AI and how in five years, there's probably just one player. Well, we actually, when we launched Winnow, envisioned ourselves as that player. 
because we, we understood that these position recruiters, I mean, I, I went out to several different markets uh, to really get in the trenches and understand the pain points, the dozen different logins that they have to have to try to piecemeal some value together. And it's not sustainable. It doesn't work. That's why you you have all these seats that you're paying for, and yet most physician recruiters are only using them partially, if at all. Uh, it's, it just doesn't work well. And so we knew if there was going to be a better way, you know, you have all these different sources where you have to go through the pre-screening validations. You have to go and take all of these different sources of information to, to really decipher, you know, is this person a good fit? Um, well, if you can automate all of that, if I can pull all of that into one application that gives me all the information I need, if I can then use AI to really understand all the elements that are important to me and that align with my organization and my brand and what I'm looking for, and I can automate the science behind that, well, then I've, I'm, I'm really creating a, a world where I can get everything I need to get done in one place. And that's a beautiful thing, because if I'm not having to shift around all of my priorities and my time, I could be all that much more efficient. And so you guys said in five years, this thing is going to exist. Well, we want that to happen in two. And the reason we have that conference is because if you think about all the different tools you're using, the applicant tracking systems, uh, the job boards, the, the pre-screening, the certifications, all of those things combined, those can all be pulled together. And with Winnow today, we've already taken massive leaps on that. So we have every clinician in the United States. We have about 1,200 data points on every single one. And so what better foundation for an applicant tracking system than one that already has all the clinicians in it? And so we still have a long way to go. And trust us, we've, we've got a long roadmap that we're executing on. But that feedback that we're getting from our customers and all these applications of AI where we just take all these pain points from the physician recruiters day to day and say, uh, eh, yeah, you don't need to be doing that anymore. We'll automate that. That's the future. Yeah, and, and to add to that a little bit, I think there's, um, I, I think about the the current state and the future state, and then there's a there's a sort of middle ground state, right? As we go through this paradigm shift, where um, the adoption of something like Winnow that has this all-in-one encompassing concept uh, takes a little bit of time. And what I love about Winnow, especially from a sorcerer's perspective, is Sourcing physicians, really actively sourcing physicians that are out there in the market requires momentum. It's not something that you can easily pick up for five minutes and do well. And it's really hard for a recruiter. You know, you ask almost any recruiter, we've gone to AAPPR and talked to plenty of recruiters along the way, how, how often do you do sourcing? And they, they're always like, ah, oh, not enough, right? And, and I wouldn't say many of them have more than 5% of their day-to-day -day lives in, in sourcing. And so what I love about the Winnow platform and what we've really been intentional about is giving the opportunity for somebody to put five to 10 minutes into the platform and still get great benefits out of it. And it really is depending on how much time you want to invest is how much you'll get out of it. So reaching out to one of your providers with all the incited connections that they have and, and generating some referrals that way can be really meaningful. So we have this, this uh, roadmap, I would say, to, to lead customers and, and to lead prospective customers into a, a place where they're able to really utilize Winnow from the, the first day on, on to the, the, the fully orchestrated all-in-one concept that we're envisioning that, frankly, I, it's a, just a matter of time before we get there, just because I, I'm so proud and so uh, high on our development team and everything they've accomplished. Um, there's just a lot there to, to take in and, and do. So we're, we're on it. 
So when you guys look at customers, obviously there's a lot of different companies, organizations that could benefit from a tool like this. Who are your customers? What What's an ideal perfect customer for you? Is there a, a size? Does that matter? Is it just any any hospital? Is it groups? Is it firms? Yeah, Jerry, I have struggled with that so much because one of the first things you want to do when you're launching a business is understand who your customers are. <laughs> like you should have a pretty good idea of your target customer. And I have wrestled with this continuously. Every time I think I've got it figured out, uh, a different segment that I've created pops up as, you know, with an even greater need than I originally anticipated. Because every single organization has different needs, because everyone recruits differently. If I've seen one hospital, I've seen one hospital. It's, it's so difficult for me to find who needs us the most. They all need a tool to do something differently. That, that's the only thing that's actually clear to me is that a lot of recruiting is, is fundamentally broken. And that's not to say physician recruiters aren't making the most of the current processes and tools available to them, but there's just such a better way. And that's why whether you're a CEO or a COO of a small physician practice or group, or you're a physician recruiter of one of the largest health systems in the nation, they're both equally deriving value from Winnow in different ways. So they can easily come to Winnow without knowing anything about recruiting, like some of these CEOs do or don't know, and or the most experienced physician recruiters in the world, and come into Winnow and within minutes have hundreds of predictive candidates and those connections, those relationships to your own providers. So if you have no team or a massive team, you can still put your own providers to work for you. And so the big difference with all of this that I have to emphasize is that physician referrals has always been the holy grail. And a lot of organizations have physician referral bonuses. Um, a lot of that's because physician referrals have not really been present without them. They think this is the way I'm gonna really amp up my physician referral program. And still yet it's crickets. And the reason I, I, I kind of have described this back to them is because to me as an outsider, it feels like what you're doing is you're asking these physicians in the middle of their chaotic, busy days, what you're asking what their favorite song of all time is. It's like, I, you give me an entire month and I'm not gonna give you that answer. How are we expecting these physicians to think through their entire network of anyone they've ever encountered? It's impossible. We're shifting this cognitive load to them for them to think through this really difficult problem. We have to make it easier for them. So that's what we've done. So we're surfacing these relationships from all these past encounters they've had with people they've worked with or went to residency school with, whatever the case might be. So that's like, Dr. Anderson, yeah, I would love to work alongside Dr. Anderson. I would love $5,000 to recruit my friends to come work alongside me. And now they're feeling much more a part of the process. They're building the brand and the culture around them. And that's a huge difference. So, so if I understand this correctly, I'm a hospital, I need a neurosurgeon. I go into the platform, I indicate what I'm looking for. It goes out with AI and, you know, takes every neurosurgeon out there, looks through their data points to, I, I guess, see what my hospital size, my community size, things that, you know, would be typical that would make you be interested in, you know, coming to work for us. From there, I get a list of say 50 people and, 
maybe it, it does it rank those 50 people in terms of, you know, these these 10 are most likely and then it kind of goes down from there. And then once you get that list, is it are you saying that it then says for these people, we've indicated that number one, Dr. Jones seems to have connections with these 10 people in your organization. And that could be through their fellowship, medical school training, maybe even further back. And then your platform alerts the recruiter to those relationships. And then that's sort of the entree to get the reach out to those candidates going down the list. Do I have that right? Beautifully said. And so it's it's automating that process. It's uncovering the right candidates. So we're predicting propensity to leave. So are they going to leave their job in the next 12 months? So we've got the timing right. So that's effectively that highly sought after passive population of clinicians who are passive, but maybe open to a new job, uh, the context, and then it's the relationships. And so by pulling all that together in an instant, physician recruiter, and, and instead of having to go through all of those different channels to find those candidates, and of course you don't have many resources to have AI predicting the right candidates, what we've developed is an even further iteration of that. So now you have all your candidates, all your predictive candidates, but Winnow, you also have your My Provider module. And so you can go in and you can view your own providers. And since we have this whole propensity to leave concept, you can view all of their flight risks. So this is one of the first real key ways to actually mitigate your flight risks. Be proactive to understand what your needs are over the next 12 months, which is great. But the real value in the immediate term is I can go in and I can look at all of my providers' connections across all of my predictive projects. And so what that means is I can get on the phone with my best referral partners, and in five minutes, I can go through a list of 20 of their connections to my predictive can candidate projects, and they can point out the ones that are the best fit. And that takes, I mean, and, and it's amazing, Jerry. I, ben and I have been on phone calls on Zoom team calls with physicians and they're like, oh, pull me up. I want to see who I'm connected with. <laughs> and it is a stark difference from how they behave prior with physician referral programs where they don't want to be bugged. They don't want to be bothered. And now they're asking, they're pleading for the physician recruiters to pull up their profile because they are so excited to see this wheel of all of their relationships and to be engaged in a process that we've now made that much easier for them. It almost seems like it, it kind of gamifies it a little bit to make it little exciting for the providers. Um, you know, you said something else there really interesting is, you know, we talk so much about recruiting, but that's half the battle, right? Because right. all the time and all the money that goes into that, if those providers turn around and leave two years later, you know, you're right back to square one. That's so right. I guess two things. One, you know, I've read a lot of different numbers on this, but what do you think the accuracy is of the modeling about flight risk in terms of a percentage. And I mean, would you say that that's almost as important as this tool? Because to me, if you could take this and look across your whole panel and see, you know, these are the people most likely to leave, it really gives the organization a ton of ammo to now say, okay, what, what kind of, you know, measures can we put in place to get those people more, you know, locked in or happier or whatever it is? Yeah, that's right. So one of the big things we kept realizing was that because everyone's so desperate, because everyone's so reactive whenever there's a new job opening, it takes so long. The, the market, there's just not enough supply of clinicians. Um, what I've noticed is it's almost like, it, do you have a pulse? You're hired. 
right? And, and, and that is not a good place for us to be, but we are there nonetheless. And so instead of playing this cutthroat zero-sum game, what we ultimately want to play is this massive optimization exercise. And the only way we're going to really get good at doing that is that we start using some predictive elements, but best of all, and so AI can help with a piece of that, and we're doing a very good job of it. So our propensity leave, we actually have a 90% accuracy on that. And I'd love for anyone to ask us some questions about it, and we'll explain it away. But we're, we're not the only ones doing that. Yale just came out, and they're doing their own. They had 96% accuracy, so we actually got some work to do. But one of the things that uh, we realized is that we can do the science piece, but the physician, the internal providers, the ones that can qualify subjective fit, there's no tool out there that can do a better job of Understand, helping you understand if someone is a fit for your culture and organization better than their own friend, your own provider. And so by leveraging those insights, you're going to maximize that longevity of not just that new candidate, that new hire, but your own provider who just brought their friend to come work with them. And so going back to your point, Jerry, if we start to really manage this world as an ecosystem rather than just this reactionary, I need bodies in these roles, I can really get much more proactive and better about managing each of these seats. And so understanding the personas of each one, understanding the right blend of each one and figure out the proactive individual measures I can take to mitigate each individual's flight risk. Maybe one candidate or excuse me, one provider, I can lower their risk with a, a raise. Maybe someone else, it might be better work-life balance. We need to get smarter here, but Right now, we're not measuring the problem, so we cannot manage it. Yeah, and I, there's a, a lot to be said for, <clears throat> I think a really strong recruitment strategy for any facility is to move away from, like Paul said, a very reactionary recruitment methodology to an intentional recruitment methodology. So being proactive. And a lot of that requires insights and time. A lot of times when you lose physicians, all of a sudden you're put in a position where your soft costs are gonna go through the roof because you're losing all of this potential revenue and you need to get somebody in there as soon as possible to serve your community. And so you're going to locums and prime costs and, and you're getting expensive. And then all of a sudden you have to figure out what's gonna work in that marketplace. And so the, the insights that Windows providing from a retention perspective really give you an opportunity to do not only you know great planning for what your current openings are gonna be within the next you know three to six months also succession planning and, and, and looking at all the different people that you might need to replace in your organization over time or who you can retain, right? Because it's so much cheaper to be able to retain somebody than it is to go recruit somebody new. Like you said, the, the, like Paul said, the insights that we get from uh, being able to figure out, okay, this person has a really high flight risk. Let's go talk to them and establish better relationship. We're putting that in the hands of the recruiter to be able to establish and, and give insight to an organization that an organization hasn't had before. You know, giving giving these pockets of information on, okay, this position, maybe we need to spend a little bit more time on them. They also have a great network. Let's talk about referrals and get them more ingrained and ingratiated with our, our community. You know, there's, there's so many different aspects that downstream have major effects because of the window platform insights. Well, it's interesting too, because by nature, if I have a doctor that helps me to recruit five of their colleagues to the practice, those are five additional touch points that you would think would keep them retained to the practice That's because right. there's that, right. you know, you know, they're friends with them or they went to school with them or something. 
on AI, I mean, we all agree that we're at the beginning stages. It's only going to get ridiculous from here. I don't know how much you can say, but if you look to the future, right? I mean, you, you kind of talk about this two-year time frame. What are some of the things that as AI and technology gets better that you think your platform can do either additionally or do faster or, or better? I don't I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out what I should share and what I shouldn't because the uh, the ideas are certainly applying. We actually have a three-year roadmap right now, um, which we're looking to condense into those two years. Um, but Ben, you, why don't you start us off? Yeah, so I, I think uh, at a very high level, what we continue to see is how can we extend the recruiter's influence and, and how can we prepare them to really generate relationships with providers, with their organization, the ambassadors. Because like Paul talked about, we're really helping them with the science aspect of recruiting so that they can work on the art of recruiting. And so much of the art of recruiting is curating relationships with your providers, with prospective candidates, finding out who they are, closing them, going through a contracting process with them. And so being able to allow the recruiter to spend time on those really key uh, activities rather than all the administrative work. So I think a, a huge aspect of what we continue to look at is what uh, part of these processes can we automate for the recruiter to make it simple? And I think in, a, in an unbelievable world, how cool would it be to have your ATS and, 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 and sometimes even before the ATS even opens a position, we're gonna recognize this, you're gonna have an opening here. You know, you have a flight risk, this is gonna be open a little bit, automatically generates a requisition for you, automatically identifies the candidates for you, automatically identifies the relationships that they have with the providers that you have internally, automatically reaches out to those providers and offers that opportunity to them to be a referral source. They click a simple button and it can automatically send an email on behalf of the, the, the physician uh, to that uh, candidate. And all of a sudden you have the whole process of sourcing automated to where the recruiter only gets a piece of information from Winnow when there's a lead that's interested in the position, that's a good fit, that's already been verified by a referrer and is ready to go for the interview process. I mean, that's such a high conversion lead and then you will have to do no work whatsoever to get there is the future. That's the future. And uh, there's so many different tertiary concepts that, that go alongside that, that we're getting involved in, giving more insights to the recruiter in, in terms of market, uh, compensation analysis, what they might need to address, uh, personality types even, uh, so that we can figure out what the best fit is or the best mesh with the current team. Uh, there's there's a lot there that we have to, we get to chew on in the next couple of years. And for any recruiters that are listening to this thinking, oh my God, is AI taking my job? <laughs> Let me just be clear that Winnow has absolutely no desire to do that, nor do we have the capability to do that. Yeah. So one thing to make sure that you understand is there's a science and then there's an art. And so we think Winnow can really do a good, a, a great job of automating a lot of the science pieces as Winnow, as Ben is kind of walking you through a lot of these processes and tedious things that we do on a day-to-day -day process, we, we can automate that. What we can't do is build relationships. We can't have the AI influence candidates. That's going to come down to the physician recruiter. That, that's an art that we're not, no time soon, are we going to be able to replace that? And so what we want are the physician recruiters to be able to spend more time in the art, 
so that we can just help automate all the science that helps you do that job best, allows you to have more curated uh, interactions, allows you to build relationships. That's the reason we exist, is to curate relationships. Yeah, and as a prior recruiter myself, I mean, the thing that got me up in the morning was the opportunity to be able to talk to physicians, be involved in the process, make an impact in my organization, influence how they're looking at things, not sit around and do paperwork or click through names on the list and see who I can finally, you know, get in contact with after a hundred calls. It's just not, it's just not a, a great way to spend your time as a recruiter. And we're trying to make that as simple as possible for them so they can focus on the art. Yeah. I think if you ask a thousand recruiters, what do you love about your job? Every single one would say the relationships and helping candidates, but those same thousand people probably spend less than 10% of their time doing that because right. they're doing all the other stuff that you you know, are laying out the technology can basically do for them. In, in terms of the setup, because, you know, obviously healthcare is a, a very slow moving industry. Even as great as it is, how quickly can somebody get set up? Meaning if a hospital comes to you and says, hey, I, I want to do this, to go from zero to, okay, I'm, I'm active, I'm able to, you know, use this tool, is that months? Are there tons of training? What does that onboarding sort of look like? Yeah, it's, you know, as far as uh, implementation onboarding, uh, we, we've made that uh, streamlined pretty well. Um, we don't really actually even need much of our customers' data. Anything we actually require back from the customers really just to validate and distinguish between those that are maybe affiliates and those that are full-time employed clinicians at any one organization. We have the entire clinician population. We know the halls they're walking. And so that just gives us a little bit more confidence in helping the physician recruiters know who they should or shouldn't talk to. Um, so that helps because from a legal standpoint, the contracting um, is pretty straightforward. It's a SaaS-based contract, but it's healthcare. And you know, most legal uh, teams, they still want their pound of flesh. And so it really depends on the organization's legal team on how quickly we can move from that first conversation to going live. But I will say this, once we're done with contracting, we can be live and up and running within, let's call it a month. Um, I would say two weeks, but I don't want to put too much pressure on Ben. Um, <laughs> but it's very quick and training can be done in a day because it's such an intuitive platform. Um, and so it's a great opportunity. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, asking, you know, we need to hire all these additional uh, sourcing specialists and additional physician recruiters, uh, find all these additional tools to make our, our team more efficient. And what I'm challenging with is give Winnow a shot because we're going to give you a three-month walkway option. See if you can derive as much value as all of our other customers are, you know, 5 to 15x ROI. And you might need not need all of that. So if, if somebody now has 10 different platforms that they use, you pretty confidently seem to think that you could replace the bulk of those with the platform. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to get into a, a fight with all of the major players of the industry who've been around for 30 years. We're still a startup and we still realize we've got some ground to make up and we want to really execute on this long vision we have. But the, the big thing I've, I've realized is that this is a journey where I think there's so much value that can be derived today from Winnow. 
that allows physician recruiters to be more efficient and not rely on the active clinician population that everyone else mostly seems to focus on. And so from that alone, I think there is enough value in Winnow to suffice. Um, but if you were to, if I was to really say, are we done? I would say, of course not. And, and I think that's the one thing I try to stress to our customers is this journey we're on with, especially our early partners. I mean, we're, we're contracted with the, most of the national base for profit health systems now. And that's a fantastic place to start because these guys see everything and they're uh, some of the best in the, or in the entire U.S. with recruiting. Um, and so we've proven ourselves out and we're still uh, sharpening our, our skill sets and teeth. But where we're going is where everyone is even more excited because early on, they get to be a part of that journey. They get to help us iterate and make sure this, this platform is tailored to their specific needs. And so every single month, they're seeing us execute on their feedback. And so we're going out to our customers, we're spending time, we're getting in the trenches with them, we're seeing what their specific peculiar needs are. And next month they're seeing, oh wait, that's in the platform. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I'm, I, I can't compare it to what any other tools out there are doing, but I, I have to believe if we continue on that path, we're gonna have a lot of friends and we're gonna be in a really great place together. So if somebody out there listening is interested in learning more about your tool and how it potentially helped them, how can they connect with you guys? Yeah, a, a lot of different ways. So winnowhealth.ai is our website. It has a lot of our blog content. So you can learn more about this journey, the, the why behind everything. Um, and then reach out to Ben and me. Um, ben, as a physician recruiter, can you know empathize. He can walk you through the why. Um, I'm still learning. I'm still developing my craft. Thank God for Ben <laughs> pulling it in and helping us make sure we get this right. He's been the guardrail. Uh, but reach out to me and, and you know, we'd love to demo Winnow for you. And we'd love to explore if uh, this is viable for your organization. So reach out to us and we'd love to help in any way we can. And you guys are going to be at AAPPR next month or no, this month. Yeah, this month. Yeah. Excited to be there. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a booth set up. We're gonna have some uh, an espresso machine. Uh, so yeah. so come get you some uh, uh, caffeine to to keep going. And uh, we're excited to meet everyone. That's awesome. Well, guys, it, it's been exciting to have you on. Love the conversation. Um, you know, I, I think obviously you're doing something special in the space. And you know, my experience in speaking with recruiters, it does solve pretty much the bulk of the pain points that. You know, they typically point to, right, the, the time-consuming, inefficient processes of going into too many platforms and, you know, all the different logins and just so much bouncing around yeah. and multitasking. They don't really have time to do the recruiting piece and have the conversations, right. which they love. So I think you guys are doing something great there. Uh, appreciate you coming on today. And last thing before you go, what is something that each of you would recommend to the audience? and why, and it doesn't have to be related to staffing or anything like that. No, yeah, that's, that's a good question. I, um, I'd say, you know, I've, I've, I've been in different types of, of sales roles and, you know, launching this company. Um, and in physician recruiting in general, I don't want to compare it to a sales role, but there are a lot of sales um, elements to it. Yeah. 
And what has helped me find so much success in all of that is having a perspective, um, having different interests and being able to connect with people very easily through those. And so what I've tried to do is throughout my career, throughout my life, identify different interests that I can kind of grab onto so that I have some unique, cool talking points to be able to connect with any random person. Uh, so whether that's sports or bourbon and cocktails, um, uh, whatever the case is, I've gone really heavy into it so that I can find these ways to hopefully very quickly have that relational connection. Um, and I can't tell you how much business I've gotten just from being able to talk about creative cocktails or, you know, uh, uh, some really amazing bourbon I've had or um, any of the sports teams I've been able to reference because there are elements, there are ways I can very quickly connect with someone on a deeper level that much more quickly. And I got to believe that from a physician recruiter, if you're looking at becoming better, you know, finding different interests that maybe are a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but maybe help you connect with physicians who tend to like bourbon, tend to like, you know, the, the stock market, finding those ways you can connect with them all that quicker will really raise your game. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here blanking on what to tell a physician recruiter. I, but, uh, you know, I, I think there's quite a bit for a physician recruiter to consider with their career development and, and how they're, they're going through their, their career. A lot of them aspire to uh, leadership positions and understanding that. And I would just really, uh, I guess, try to motivate them around really investing in yourself and focusing on how can you develop skill set outside of just physician recruiting? How can you work on your game and, and what you do uh, and, and bring a new flavor to it? Because a, a lot of physician recruiters can get stuck in the mud and think, you know, get get ground down from the day to day and, and just really, you know, think this is my job and this is what I'm going to be doing and I'm going to stick on this. Expand your reach a little bit, whether it's, you know, reading some books or getting into things. I was really, really grateful that I had an opportunity to jump into an MBA program and uh, get involved in the business aspects and really explore a, a lot of uh, how an organization is run and, and the thinking and methodology behind the management of an organization. And that really gave me an opportunity to have conversations with physicians and, and with every individual at different levels of an organization that were really impactful and meaningful and gave me an opportunity to really expand my thinking and understanding. So uh, just find out ways that you can explore. It doesn't have to be, of course, through an MBA program, but I think there's a lot of opportunity for physician recruiters to have a, a, a bigger voice in their organization. You know, I, one, of the, one of the impediments I think that happens way too often within the physician recruitment space is that physician recruiters as a whole don't know how to advocate for themselves. They don't know how to uh, advocate for the budget that they need or justify the budget that they need. Uh, and I think being equipped with those kind of tools can really set you up for success in terms of setting expectations with your leadership but also being able to really reach the position groups that you're looking to reach for recruitment. All great stuff. I really appreciate it. Well, guys, thank you for coming on. Um, to the listeners, hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did. And stay tuned for the next episode.